you're listening to the Down East Mike Podcast, the quirky little podcast from Maine. And now, your host, Down East Mike. Boy, good morning, everybody. Good morning. We have a, a little bit of a, a new twist on things today. Uh, we're doing a, a video version of uh, Down East Mike podcast in addition to our audio, so we hope that it all works out. If it doesn't, you know, we'll come back another day and, and do it right. Um, and it's all in fun. It's all in fun, the Down East Mike podcast. As we experiment with the new technology, we learn and you learn. And it's like, oh dear, that's, that's Down East Mike. And as you can see... Uh, I am actually on vacation, and you can see in the background there, that's, uh, that's the palm tree that's uh, just outside the hotel room that I'm staying in, and they've been bringing me these funny drinks. They're like, uh, they got an umbrella in them, and they're non-alcoholic, of course, because Down East Mike does not imbibe, but... Uh, they're kind of funny. They taste a little bit like coconut and a little bit like uh, uh, like some pineapple in there. But then they've got this, like they've shaved off some cinnamon or something. And uh, it, it's a it's a queer little drink, but, you know, it's, it's refreshing at the same time. It's got that little bite. So I guess if you were a foodie, you'd like to come to this resort. And Mother's been by the pool for, I don't know, two or three hours, and she's just kind of floating around there. She's getting redder and redder and redder than Down East Mike's shirt. She's looking like a cooked lobster at this point. And uh, later on today, we're supposed to go get some tennis lessons. And the fellow that said that he was going to, his name was Raul, and he said that if you don't have a backhand by the time you leave this resort, then I haven't done my job. And I've seen him wield a racket. It's pretty impressive. He did, took on two women the other day, and uh, and he beat them. But, uh, well, he put up a good fight. And then he actually played tennis with them. Oh, that's just a little joke. That's an aside. Uh, so this is the Down East Mike podcast, and... We come to you, well, as the mood hits. It, it's not every day, that's for sure. We don't do everything two times in a row. Um, but uh, our motto is, some of this is whimsy, some of this is true, and the interpretation of it all is entirely up to you. Today is June 14th, 2022. I always have to check the calendar. It's Tuesday, so when we're on vacation, we don't know what's going on. Uh, we have uh, headlines. Let's look at a few headlines from around the world, and they're, they're always depressing. Austrian government presents package to cushion inflation. I don't, it's like a gift wrapped bundle of money. Florida ex wife of a slain Microsoft executive has hired a criminal defense lawyer. The intrigue continues. There's an awful headline from the New York Times. We're not even going to read that. Uh, Alleged hostage taker in Seattle cites damn law to police. SPD is illegally chasing me. Uh, if you have stocks, don't look. Global stock sell-off continues as the economic concerns mount. 
California Highway Patrol officer in critical condition after being shot during a traffic stop. And let's see, military clears crew of plane that took flight as Afghans fell to their deaths. That's enough. Oh, oh, wait. Flooding in Yellowstone. That's impressive. Unprecedented flooding conditions forced Yellowstone National Park to close all entrances and leave locals trapped. If you've seen any of the footage there, Yellowstone's underwater. That's a, kind of a bad scene. Uh, let's go look at the word of the day. That's, that's more entertaining. We have, as a word of the day, hitherto. It's an adverb. And the definition of hitherto is up to this or that time. It reveals some hitherto unknown facts about her life. Okay. Hither, uh, synonyms are heretofore, theretofore, or yet. And the antonyms are henceforth, henceforward, hereafter, thenceforth, thereafter. All these words are awkward. Some examples of hitherto in a sentence. At the talent show, Kyle revealed his hitherto unknown gift for doing impressions. Oh, I wish we could have seen that. It's from the 13th century. Uh, we have a bonus word of the day. Tomain, P-T-O-M-A-I-N-E. It's a noun. And tomain is, the definition of tomain is, any of various organic bases which are formed by the action of putrefactic bacteria on nitrogenous matter, and some of which are poisonous. In other words, food poisoning. Tomain poisoning. It first used 1880. It was from the Italian tomania, from Greek toma fall, fallen body corpse, from piptane to fall. That's, that's a great word, tomain. I hope you don't experience that today. Okay, we took we were taken to task the other day because our birthdays are such an important part of the Down East Mike podcast, and we had neglected to give um, the actual age of our birthday uh, participants. So, happy birthday today to Tom in Woolrich. Tom turns 38, and he works for a local retailer. In his spare time, he repairs dirt bikes. Happy birthday, Tom. And again, he's 38 for those who are, you know, taking notes on what Downey's Mike is doing right and wrong. Not that we're sensitive to criticism. We have a hide that's thicker than alligator skin. Happy birthday to Sydney of Limestone, Maine. Sydney is a professional pool player and enjoys the winters in Las Vegas. Sydney turns 28 today. Happy birthday, Sydney. Let's roll it all the way back to this day in 1907 uh, from the Lewiston Evening Journal, although they published during the day as well. For Emperor Williams Cup, the automobile race today started 91 machines. No American contestants, but all European nations were represented. The distance of 312 miles, the Imperial Party was present in hundreds of auto parties. A little more details from Hamburg, Germany. I want, did they mean Hamburg? Maybe there's a Hamburg there, too. Uh, the automobile race for Emperor Williams Cup began a few minutes after 6 o'clock this morning under favorable auspices. 
They also could have said it was a good day. The rains of yesterday had ceased, and the roads had partly dried off during the night while the sky showed signs of clearing. So anyway, the Imperial Party, they left Hamburg. Yeah, it's Hamburg. Okay. And they go along. The Grand Duchess was there, blah, blah. Uh, the Court Tribune, all the other stands in the neighborhood were filled up rapidly, with, while hundreds of motor car parties lined up along the route. Excursion trains brought thousands of persons from uh, Hamburg and other towns to the vicinity. And there were no American contestants. How very sad. France, Italy, Belgium, England, Austria, and Switzerland were represented. 91 machines. The circuit selected for the race covered a distance of 125 kilometers, which has to be traversed four times in order to complete the total distance. The prizes consist of a huge cup, a vase, and a table centerpiece. That's what they were doing this day in 1907. Uh, from a dispatch from Chicago, uh, actually from Montgomery, Alabama, Dr. Thomas Jefferson Laxon, the astronomer of the United States Naval Observatory, now in this city, visiting the scenes of his boyhood, boyhood, says he has discovered the one common cause of earthquakes, the leakage of the ocean bottom, which gives rise to steam beneath the Earth's crust. He also points out that the chief danger of these agitations is along the sea crust. It seems to be clearly proved, says Dr. C., that the Earth is not contracting but that the effects of cooling of the globe are insensible. I don't know what that means. The earth may be slightly expanding. San Francisco is likely to have, is not likely to have another earthquake in a hundred years. That was in 1907. When was the big quake there? I guess it must have been before that. Uh, Brunswick may build a gas plant from uh, Brunswick, Maine on this day. At a recent informal meeting of the businessmen of Brunswick, the plan of constructing a producer gas plant in Brunswick was discussed, the purpose being to furnish gas both for fuel and for illumination. They were going to heat and light with it. The matter is being agitated by W.S. Morrill, and it is possible that a corporation will be formed. So a gas plant in 1907. From Chatham, England, the order prohibiting playing music from the Mikado by the Naval and Marine Bands, which was issued at the time of the visit of Prince Fushimi to England, has been withdrawn. That is so relieving. In Brooklyn, Connecticut, uh, burglars blew open the safe in the post office here early today and escaped with over $100 in cash. They attempted to wreck another safe but were frightened away. Go away, burglars. Kind of a sad story from Lewiston. Uh, he took the plunge, the suicide of O. Olivier. A Lewiston man found in the little Androscoggin Thursday night was temporarily insane. While his mind was temporarily unbalanced, it is believed, one Simi Oliver, weird name, one Simi Oliver, a mill worker living at 27 Cedar Street, Lewiston, committed suicide in the little Androscoggin River Wednesday night. The discovery of the man's coat and hat on the riverbank Thursday evening after the police had been notified 
uh, by anxious relatives, it led to dragging the river and recovering of the body at nearly midnight. Now, Olivier had no troubles as far as is known. There was absolutely no reason why were he saying he would have committed the act. There's but one thing that gives a clue to his actions, and it tends to show that there was some derangement of his mind. For a week before the time when he left for the last left home for the last time, he's complained about the heat and closeness in a strange manner. It's hot, he would complain to his wife at the time, and even when the rest of the family know that the house was cool as usual, uh, it seemed to him uh, seemed to him close to be inside, even when he was out of doors. The supposed heat seeming to affect his head. He would press his hands to his head and frequently would leave the house to get some fresh air. His people thought it strange, but beyond that they gave it little thought, as probably did Olivier himself. And then Wednesday evening left the house with a statement to his wife that he was going to pay his lodge dues. Always an ominous sign. Whenever whenever the uh, significant other says, yeah, um, going out to pay the lodge dues. He's a member of the Catholic Order of Foresters in the Institute Jacques Cartier. This was about 9.30, so if you keep keeping notes. He went out on the street, and his wife and the two children never saw him alive again. So then he went to the lodge. He went over to New Auburn. He was accosted by an acquaintance who wanted to know where he was going, just to walk to get some fresh air. We know how it ended. Uh, he was found fully dressed except for the coat and hat that he left on the bank. Almost like hypothermia, where you take your clothes off, and when it's really cold, when it's really cold, you think you're really hot. Well, that was a set. Oh, he was born in Canada 29 years ago, but he lived in Lewiston most of his life. It's kind of a sad story to start off with. How about this? A glance at the prevailing prices of all kinds of meats is enough to convert the average housekeeper to vegetarianism quite a statement. We have some meat prices coming up, I think. No teacher was secured as substitute at the Pine Wood School in Lewiston during the absence of the teacher, Miss Lizzie Joyce, and therefore the boys and girls are having a holiday until Monday. Good for them. Half a dozen men, by actual count, have been brave enough to wear straw hats during the last few days. Several hundred wish that they had the nerve, and they sweltered in the indecision. The mercury in the street thermometers climbed as high as 75 degrees. And the sun beat down upon them. Everyone agreed that all the summer that the weathermen had been saving for the, all the summer that the weathermen had been saving for the last month was showered out in one bolt. Here comes summer. Open trolley cars have been generously patronized and peekaboo ways that have been reluctantly concealed under spring coats have flaunted in the breeze. That's just trees and flowers could almost be seen to grow, and if nature hadn't gotten a real start of summer, it is not destined to have any this year. Pretty wordy way of saying it was fairly hot. A lot of Lewiston people take notice of the Brantwood Outing Fund, which has been established in Haverhill, Mass. And the object of that fund is to give deserving boys selected from Haverhill Boys Club and from the public schools a two-weeks outing uh, in instruction at Brantwood Camp and Summer School 
in Greenfield, New Hampshire. I think that's still going on today. Two weeks of outing camp, $6.50. Such a great deal. Here's a little blurb about her ideal husband. Several ladies sat in their club a few evenings ago discussing the virtues of their husbands. Mr. Bingleton, said one of them, referring to her life partner, never drinks and never swears. Indeed, he has no bad habits. Does he ever smoke, someone asked. Yes, he likes a cigar just after he has eaten a good meal. But I suppose on average he doesn't smoke more than once a month. Some of her friends laughed, but she doesn't seem to understand why. And I don't get the gist of that. Well, on this day, 1907, Secretary Taft was seriously ill. He seized suddenly while reviewing the troops at St. Paul today. He fell over and was hurried away under medical care. I understand he was a large man, believed to be tomane poisoning, events in which he was to figure. Secretary Taft became suddenly ill this noon while witnessing the review of the troops and fell over. Medical aid was at once summoned and the secretary was immediately brought to the home of J.S. Gill on Virginia Avenue. Tomaine poisoning is suspected as he was very sick at his stomach. The luncheon at the country club was abandoned. Why? The secretary will not be present at the YMCA Cornerstone Inland, and it's doubtful if he is able to appear at the dinner to be given in his honor tonight. So I think the last thing he'd want to do is, is go eat. Let's see if we can share our screen here and do a little, uh, we get that picture of Taft. Let's see if we can get that up. Let me share that right out. Yeah, there it is. There's that picture of Taft. You can see he's got that big mustache. And quite a confident smile. All right. So let's go on to our next story. We did Taft. Uh, there was a track land in, in Mechanics Falls. Let's see, we have, oh, these suspenders sometimes. The work is rushing, track being laid on Mechanics Falls Road. News of the LA and W Railway. An immense hustle is going on in this locality with officials of the Lewiston, Augusta, and Waterville Street Railway. The work of constructing three roads at once is great. The first rails were laid this side of Minot, uh, Minot Thursday on the road which is being built between Auburn and Mechanics Falls. Much of the material for this road has already arrived. Just above Sabatis Village, work was begun Thursday on the road to Gar Gardner. A crew of 40 or 50 men are, are grading there, and four miles are now graded on the Waterville Road. It will not be many weeks before cars will be running to Mechanics Falls, the other two roads to be completed in the early fall. A time of great industriousness, a great construction in the United States, not just in Maine. How about the local gossip from Monmouth, so important from this time? Madame Lombard of Andover, Mass., mother of Reverend W.E. Lombard, will be the guest of Mrs. C.F. Willard through the month of June. Your day is now rich in knowing that. June 9th was the whitest Sunday of the season of 1907. 
Many are complaining that eggs are not hatching well. Some say it is too cold weather. S.H. Jones and Mr. Mooney have both lost a valuable horse this spring. The town of Monmouth lost one of a nice pair of workers last week. Charles Allen's at work for Mr. Mooney on his cottages on the east shore of Lake Cabasaconte. The weather's been so cold that there are many gardens that have not been planted. Apple trees are blossoming quite well. Downey's Mike can attest to that. Some trees uh, have been set to take the place of some that have died. Uh, grass has, not, has got quite a good bottom, but not very tall yet. Mr. Fowler and son George are at their cottage uh, near the stream that flows into Lake Capasaconte. Mr. Fowler says Monmouth fishing is good enough for him. Mr. Ainsley on the Fisher Farm is doing quite a stroke of farming. He has a nice pair of workhorses and one driver, a sulky plow, and considers that a good plow for most farmers. And a great many farmers are buying farm machinery to take the place of hired help. Oh, how things have changed. Not many summer people have come to the several cottages on the lakes. The weather's been too cool. And the dwelling of W.W. Woodbury is being supplied with a pneumatic water system. That lucky guy, W.W. Woodbury. You had a special section for mail help um, in the Lewiston Evening Journal. Wanted one tinsmith and one plumber at once. J.H. Chase, Lisbon Street. He couldn't wait. A printer, a young printer is wanted for a good position with fine chances of advancement. Boy wanted in drugstore, address by mail, druggist. Only one out there. A young man, 18 to 20, willing worker wanted, experience not necessary. Boy, I, I don't know about that one. Traveler for established house, $12 weekly to start, expenses paid. I think that was a sales job. A man to sell watches and jewelry, steady situation at good wages. That was Donovan and Dunn. Uh, at once, competent second hand to work in a bakery. So you get to massage the dough, I guess. Wanted, a single man on a farm to do general work and drive a double team. Must be experienced with horses, willing and able to work. And I wanted, a first class single man to do general work around my block and farm. Cow to milk, two horses to care for, and furnace in winter. Wages $300 per year and room and board. It's probably a pretty good deal. Man wanted for automobile driving and repair business. $25 for road driving course. Easy payments. Largest and best school. Correspondence course for home study. That's a little suspect. Here's an ad. The beef trust at work. Don't buy meat. Eat fish, vegetables, and fruit. Elegant, fresh halibut, 12 cents a pound. Strictly fresh mackerel, 12 cents a pound. Whole fresh mackerel, 6 cents. Whole fresh cod, uh, 6 cents. And bluefish, 12 cents. You could get radishes. 25 crates of fine berries that were arriving on Saturday morning. Price so low that you can eat them. Whatever. Uh, 10 cases of Florida pines. What are those? Fresh new fig bars, 10 cents a pound. Crisp potato chips, 
as opposed to soggy ones. That was at Spear and Webster. Strictly Cash Grocers, 224 Main Street in Lewiston. And we also had uh, Own Your Own Home, a complete electric home, living space doubled by complete basement. we got to zoom in on that a little bit, I think. The household, which is not, uh, which is most up to date, has a new maid whose name is Electricity, and she cooks, sweeps the floor, uh, washes the dishes, operates a sewing machine, doesn't rebel at the family washing and iron, nor ask for help of the family for the use of the family automobile two evenings a week. However, this maid is a tyrant in her own demand that the house be fully equipped and ready for her services before she starts to work. So they're talking about um, an electric house, completely electric house. And I think we had a price on that somewhere. No, we don't. We don't have a price on it. So that was in uh, this day in 1924 where you could buy your house all ready for electricity. We have to share this one out here. Let's, let's share out this one. This this happy little ad here on screen too. There we go. Uh, it's it's an ad. It's like the woman's in and she's at the at the kitchen. She's got the mixing bowl and the husband standing behind her and the child, and the child is a doll. And the mother's saying, "Stop bothering me! Can't you see I'm busy?" And then it shows her lying down. She's got her head hand to her head. I didn't intend to be cross to Patsy, but I feel so terribly nervous and run down. Maybe you do, the husband says, but I won't have you ruin that child's life. You're going to the doctor. And then there's the doctor's here, I think, or just another, another group of people. Sorry to bother you after I was doctor, but is my wife really ill? Absolutely not. The doctor's looking at a manual of intestines. She simply has chronic constipation made worse by cathartics, waste poisons that have seeped into her blood causing headaches, indigestion, irritability, and as I told her today, fresh yeast will correct her trouble. Oh, mommy, we're having such fun. It shows them at the beach. Jane, darling, it's wonderful to have you well and full of fun again. So now they've transitioned to the beach. Five weeks later, they're having a great time. And the wife says, oh, Ben, if only I had known about Fleischmann's yeast sooner. And then the right-hand corner is Dr. F. Lone, noted specialist in diseases of women. And he's quoting, he's quoted as saying, constipation makes people nervous. The best remedy I have found is yeast. Fleischmann's fresh yeast eaten daily tones your intestines, purifies your system, helps clean out the poisons that have drugged down health. Just eat three cakes daily as per direction on the label. Try it now. That is, yet again, a, another wonderful little story. Okay, so we need to go to our main peak of interest, which is Bear Mountain. Let me close that out. Bear Mountain, uh, that's in South Waterford. From Main 118, you drive south of Main 35 through South Waterford for 6.6 .6 miles to Bear Pound. So our peak of interest, Bear Mountain, 
It's, uh, it's got a rocky, precipitous western ledge. It rises steeply from Bear Pond in South Waterford. In the early years of the village, a large bear was trapped and killed while it was attempting to swim across the pond, and the incident inspired the name for both the pond and the mountain. An early carriage road led over the mountain, and it was a common pastime for folks to drive their carriages to the top on Sundays to enjoy the view and eat a picnic lunch. And in 1853, the local folks built an 80-foot wooden tower at the summit. We got to do our screen sharing here. I think we've got a picture of it, don't we? Yeah, we can get back to that. Uh, so they built an 80-foot wooden tower at the summit. Uh, a hiking trail was also constructed on the south side for those wanting to ascend without a vehicle. Later, the carriage road on the south side of the mountain was improved so that cars could reach the top, but that road is now only a very rough jeep trail. Each year, young hikers from the area's numerous summer camps climb this small mountain via the former carriage route. So it's 1,068 feet, Bear Mountain. That will be a fun hike for you. Oh, there's our picture. Let's get our picture up there. See if we can do this right. Share. Oh, I'm such a, I, I am such a, a, a neophyte when it comes to the web. Let's do the, um, we'll stop sharing the screen then. All right, let's go look at uh, our weather. Just before we wrap things up here, let's get our weather, our seven-day National Weather Service forecast uh, for today for Tuesday the 14th it, it will be sunny and 77 just a really nice day out there north wind 5 to 10 miles per hour uh, for Wednesday again mostly sunny with a high near 76 north wind around 5 miles per hour Thursday sunny high near 73 and then some showers for Friday and Saturday as we round out the week. Well, I thank you for listening and watching, however you you uh, enjoyed the program. I hope you did. And uh, until next time, this is Down East Mike wishing you and your loved ones a day that is full of grace, love, and kindness. We'll see you.